Welcome to the Fabulous Broads podcast. Grab yourself a drink and join the conversation about life after 50. My name is Maria Manettis, and whether I'm solo or chatting with the guest, I'll be bringing you weekly stories of exploring and defining midlife one day at a time. Today, I am chatting with my friend Leslie Boyd, a life and productivity coach. She's the creator of the three-step strategy, helping women entrepreneurs reach their full potential and build something just for them. And she's helping me. Thank you so much, Leslie. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, Maria, thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you. I remember when you were launching this um, last year, and I was like, I'll be ready in October. (laughs) Well, I mean, even if you're not 50 yet, you know, you can still listen to the podcast. It's okay. Yes. and, And I thought that actually I started listening to it because I think coming into it with like all the wisdom really, really just made me even more excited to turn 50, to be honest. Well, I'm not sure how much wisdom there is. There's a little bit of snark in there and a little bit of help and a little bit of funny stories, but we try to, you know, make everybody happy with our content. Well, I think the wisdom might come in, you know, when you get to be a certain age, you just let, you let the snark out. You're just not scared to, you know, do your thing. Oh, yeah, I'm eight years into 50 right now, and the Stark has been there for the last eight years at least. <laughs> okay, Leslie, you know I'm nosy. So I always ask my my guests what their favorite cocktail or beverage is. And, you know, not everybody drinks, but I um, I just want to know because I'd like to know. Well, yeah, so my favorite, which is actually Starbucks with vanilla creamer, like a lot of it. And I think that a lot of people... You know, you can talk about martinis, you can talk about that, but mine is my coffee because I cannot wait to have, I only have two cups a day, one in the morning, one in the evening, but it's the best thing I put in my lips every day <laughs> and I have one every day. I um, I really do like vanilla creamer and I'm trying to be good about it, but my son turned me on to oat milk vanilla creamer, which is pretty good. And I was thinking if I ever had to eliminate dairy... I um I could because that creamer is so delicious. You might want to check it out. I'll send you a snapshot of it. Oh yeah. Good yeah, stuff. I, I am a total coffee lover. Total coffee lover. All right. Now we know what your favorite beverage is. Tell me what book you're reading right now because I'm sure you're like me, you like to read. And I have a ton of books that are on my list, but I always look forward to adding more onto my Amazon wish list. Yep. So right now I'm reading Believe It by Jamie Lima. Um, she was the founder of It Cosmetics and she ended up selling it to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion. And it's a total success story. Like she talks about how she and her husband quit their jobs and, you know, did it on most you know, pennies in the bank account. She talks about her journey with trying to have children and it took her 10 years. I mean, it's very inspiring. And she, she had this um, um, one day long um, event, um, virtual event, and the entire thing was donated to charity. So not only does she talk the talk, but she's just so real. And I'm, I'm devouring the book. I just, I was on the launch team, so I had an advanced copy digitally, but I got my book yesterday and it is amazing. I recommend it to you and anyone else. Um, it's just really inspiring and it's real. Oh, that sounds great. I love hearing um, stories of women who have accomplished 
a lot, but also when they're generous enough to give back, that sounds fantastic. I will include a link in the show notes for everyone, along with, you know, all of your information um, as your life and productivity coaching business. And so, you know, I met you on Facebook. We have never met in real life. You live on the East Coast. I live on the West Coast. And yet I find myself always drawn to your Facebook group. I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook lately, but I really am always drawn to whatever you're doing. You have such a wonderful personality, such a giving spirit. And um, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and how you became a coach? Because I know I I want to work with you because you're just great at getting me to do things that I don't necessarily want to do, but I do. <laughs> well, thank you. So I am a busy wife and a mom. And so I think what happened, I, I work for the federal government. I've, I have just celebrated my 30 year anniversary last week. And one of the main reasons I started this is that I knew 30 years was coming. This is a few years ago. And one of the things I've always had like high goals. I've always been very goal driven, um, but I've always had to adjust. So I was in the government. I'm still in the government, but I was on my way to senior executive service, which is the highest you can be in the government. So I hadn't gotten married. I was 30. I was on that track. And then boom, I met my husband and boom, next thing you know, we, you know, I had a baby and then we moved to North Carolina. And so all of those things kind of, that kind of crumbled at that point, but I always, and so when we moved here, I gave up my management position. I worked for a man that had worked for me. Thank goodness. I took, I was really nice to him. <laughs> and so I was in a position where I didn't really know. I was like, what am I going to do? How, how do I go from up here to a different level? And so I found a way to do what I needed to do because I didn't want to give up my career. I was too far in while I worked on something that I wanted to do. So throughout my whole life, I've always had you know, a job Then I'd have a fun job. I you know, had a job working in the clothing store so that I could have the clothes and the outlet. So I've always been able to balance things. And um, I got into charities as my kids got older. And so with me balancing all the things, I became an elected official. I was 44, first time elected official. I had a third grader and a fifth grader. And people started asking me, like, how, how are you doing all this? They were like, oh, my gosh, you're so amazing. They were looking at me like I was a unicorn. And I said, no, 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 no. I've been there. I've had to create this. I've had to come up with a system that helps me work and do this. And they're like, oh, and then they're asking me questions. I thought, well, I'll just teach it. I'll just let you know it. It's not like I just want to be that one person. I want to teach you how to do what I've done. And so that's how my coaching practice. And I really started out doing goal setting and accountability, which I think all coaching is pretty much goal setting and accountability. Um, and then people really needed help with how to do all the things. And as I got talking to people, the reason I went back for my life coaching certificate is because it's more than, well, just help me plan out my day. I would help them plan out their day, but they're like, you know, they had the mindset stuff, the, the fear, the success of so being able to break that part down. Anything that we do, I say is like 95% mindset. So that was a good mix. Yes, I can help you break down your goals. Yes, I can help you get things done, but I can also help you believe in yourself to get it done. And that was the missing piece. And so it's been a big evolution, but I listen, you know, I love to, to talk to my community 
I love to have them talk to me and find out exactly what it is that, um, that everyone needs and, and what I enjoy doing. That's, that's the mix. I mean, I could coach all kinds of things and make money on all kinds of things, but in the end, I wanted to choose something that I wanted to do, but be able to help the people that I wanted to help. Well, I uh, well, I did not know a lot of that about you, and I am even more in awe now. So, <laughs> I, I I really appreciate here. One thing that really strikes me about you is you give away a lot of free coaching. You provide so much help to people without really asking for anything. I mean, I literally called you or, or messaged you and said, hey, I want you to be my coach because I'm just drawn to you. And so that that spirit of giving that you have in your group and all your free, you know, little sessions that you do has helped me tremendously. And I think taking the next step of finding somebody to help me sort of nail down some goals and get rid of some mindset issues that I have was really helpful for me at least. And I'm sure a lot of people would find it helpful. I didn't know people like you existed, Leslie. <laughs> I know it's, it's someone said to me one time I asked for a testimonial and they said I was the coach that they didn't know they needed. Um, and I, and I, and so it is something because not everyone will say like, there'll be people I'm a confidence coach and I'm not, that's great. But a lot of people don't really know that they lack confidence. You know, I helped Someone, when she found out it was productivity coach, she almost didn't reach out to me because she's like, I'm really busy. All my friends tell me all the time, but she realized she wasn't producing. So we can be busy, but are we producing? And that's when she's like, oh, so sometimes you do have to lead people to you. Um, you have to give them what they, you know, what they want and, you know, give them a little of what they need. So that is the mix. And I do believe I had a conversation with my coach today and we were talking about giving away, you know, there are people that say you give away too much for free and that it hurts you. And I'm of the mindset that you can never really give too much away because you think, well, this is what you get for free. What do you get if you hire them? And it also builds the no like a trust. And what I do, it's about being accountable. It's having someone not only say this is what you do, but I'm here alongside you to help you stay on track. And that's really something that I think we all need. I agree. I, I fully agree. And, you know, like a lot of women, I have a long to-do list. It's easy to get overwhelmed. Um, what, what kind of, you talk about your three-step strategy and different things in your community. What do you, what do you provide in your, your community for people, like as the first step for kind of joining your little ecosystem there right so the first thing i do is when you come into my group i have a master class of course I've, I've got you know a few but one is my weekly planning system and that's something that really helps the women reduce the overwhelm give permission to break it down and do a little bit at a time and so that is how we plan our three goals um uh you know a week and how we break them down and it's that whole scheduling system and the way that we actually move forward and we can, you know, make money. And even women that are making money, they like to come to me because I teach them how to make the money with a little bit less overwhelm and more ease and being able to balance it in your life. It's important. All of, all of my women are either they have children or they're taking care of parents or they're working another job. And it's important to have that 
figure out that, that, and I say balance, but, and that doesn't mean equal, but it means what it works for them. So it's about how to work with the time that you have and not the time that you wish that you had. Um, so that's, that's one of the first things, joining my group and getting that, that master class, which I find is any more helpful, way more helpful. I do have a productivity worksheet. And that's great, but we have to really find out what we're going to work on first. So that's one of the first things I have. Right. Now, I mean, some women may not, you know, maybe they've retired. Maybe they've left their job. They're empty nesters now. Um, what if they're not really working? How? What, what can you do to help them just sort of master their to-do list, uh-huh. set some goals for themselves, maybe point them into something new they might want to do like I I did this podcast as a quarantine project and now I'm just having so much fun but you're helping me pinpoint some things on there that to kind of help it grow but what do you say to the women who are just they're just kind of doing their thing every day they don't have a plan they're a little overwhelmed they don't know what they want to do how do you help them well, the first thing we do is we do a lot of exploration like one of the first questions I ask and it doesn't matter how old you are if you knew you couldn't fail, what is one thing you'd love to do? And a lot of times they say, you know, I'd love to write a book or I'd love to, you know, teach or I'd love to, you know, speak. And I, and so just starting with that. And so I do have a process and, you know, we've gone through this even in the group, but we go through and we just say, when you think about where you are right now, what are 20 thoughts that come to your mind of what you'd want to be doing? And, and the, the reason that people will say, especially women, I don't know what I want to do. That's not really true. They just don't think they can do what it is that they want to do. And so I just have them write it down. And, and there's, and, and when you, and, and I've, I've even worked with people that think, well, I have all the time in the world. I should be doing more. And I have them do a time audit. And when they do that, they really figure out, they really are busier than they think. And I think that gets their juices. But I just ask them, what is it you always want to do? I even take them back. What did you want to do when you were a little girl, when you wanted to grow up? What were some of those things that you that you wanted to do, but you didn't explore? That's one of the first ways that we come out. And, and I help a lot of women that are our age or older figure out what they want to do and how they want to do it. And, and most of them, they have the, the time, they have the means, they just need the encouragement and the motivation. Yeah, I know I did. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciated that because I always think I can do things by myself that I'm I'm perfectly capable of figuring everything out myself and reaching out for help is it's kind of hard for people like me sometimes, you know. You don't always want to reach out and and show some vulnerability that you don't really know what you're doing and you need some guidance, you know. It's good Absolutely. to have somebody like you around. Yep, thank you. I it's the same. I know some, they're like, I hate the fact that I have to ask you this. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's just bouncing it off an objective person because your spouse or your kids, they may not be the most objective, but me, that's me. I'm an objective person. That's just going to take this squarely with no, no constraints, no restraints. Yeah. So um, like a lot of women, you know, you're obviously busy. You've got kids you I saw you go to volleyball tournaments you've got a lot of things going on you work what is your best tip for sort of managing your time that you can share with us 
Yeah, so the best tip that I do, and, and it sounds crazy, but before I go to bed, I make a list of the three and most important things I have to do the next day. And I look over my calendar, and if it's going to be a busy day, I mentally prepare for that. I said, tomorrow's going to be busy. I'm going to have to, you know, when I get up in the morning, maybe I pre-make my lunch or I decide when I'm going to eat lunch, but I mentally prepare for the day ahead. And it helps me sleep better than just going to bed thinking, oh, I've got so much stuff to do tomorrow. I look at it and I go, I've got this to do, but I can handle it. And then I write down something that happened that day that I'm grateful for. Doesn't have to be anything major. I was grateful for that sushi I had for dinner. I'm grateful for the great, you know, podcast I had today. This will be something I'm grateful for. And just go to bed knowing that your next day may be busy, but you've got it handled. And just, just getting in that mindset. That's the first thing I do. And the second thing I do is I work in blocks. I just work in like 25 minute blocks. I say, you know, I've got, I'm going to do one focus activity for 25 minutes and then 10 minutes, I'm going to go walk around or I'm going to go, you know, sit on the porch. I'm going to read 10 minutes of a book. It's very, very important to put forced breaks into your schedule every hour, every couple of hours, um, because it helps recharge. Um, we can't drink from an empty cup and working, working three, four hours straight will just burn us out. You just take 10 minutes to walk around. And that gives me so much energy. Just now the sun's coming out. Just go sit on the porch for 10 minutes and then come back in. It really does re-energize you. Yeah. And maybe it'll help me close those little silly rings on my watch that keep taunting me every day when I go to bed. It's like, you haven't done the ring. There's still time. There's still time, Maria. I'm like, no. (laughs) And then I'll run up and down the steps, run around the house. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I have my youngest son is home, but he's like, what are you doing? I said, my watch said I had to get up and close the rings. He's like, it's 11 o'clock, mom. I said, oh, whatever. Don't worry about it. Okay, so I don't want to keep you. I know you're busy. And here we are talking about being busy, but I know you are. But I have another question for you. Where are people going to find you? It's like, say, I know you're on Facebook, so you can tell us the name of your group there, but some uh, people aren't on Facebook. So tell us where you're from and I'll make sure everything is listed in the show notes for everyone, but just give us a little idea of where we can find you, Leslie. Yes. So my website is leslieaboy.com. Very simple. And you can find um, all the links, everything that you want to there. You can find my blog and my page. Um, and yes, and my group is where I hang out and I love my group members the most. And my group name is three step community work life balance for women. Because and that's on do, Facebook. And that's on Facebook. Yes, okay. Because we do work on three steps a day to move us forward in our goals. So yes, but that's my website. And if you go there and then you go to my Facebook group then you'll see me there, but you'll be able to find me at all the places. Okay. Perfect. I will definitely be in your group and I hope more people join us because it's a great place to hang out. So Leslie, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us today. Everyone make sure to check the show notes for more information on Leslie. And again, her website is leslieaboyd.com. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hit the subscribe button. Keep listening. Leslie, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you and stay fabulous, ladies.